episode 282 of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. It is a special Saturday matinee edition. I'm Elio. He's Ben. Ben, what's going on? Not much, brother. I mean, good lord, it's been less than 12 hours since we last recorded. Jesus Christ. What's going on? What the, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a but break least, after but, this but, At least we don't have to sit through hours of pay-per-views. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and um, that was terrible. What happened, uh, like just recently with all those with all those pay-per-views one after another? Oh, that was. I I, I really hope AEW doesn't do that again. Like in all seriousness, folks, I really do enjoy you know coming on here and and shooting the breeze with Elio and and all of our audience, and you guys are awesome. But it's you know. It, there comes a there comes a point where it's just I read you know saturation and I'm just yeah. kind of like done you know what I mean yeah, so you need a break at some point yeah so, so like after after today's podcast like we don't record again until Tuesday and I'm I'm so excited about that because including including today's show this will be our Third time recording in like four days. And last week we only did a Tuesday and Thursday to get you all. Well, no, we only did, we did Thursday. We were gonna. I misunderstood when you said Tuesday. I thought you were talking about the last Tuesday, but yeah, we did Thursday only to get you caught up. So now we're gonna be doing it every Tuesday, as it will be the other show. Yeah, so so I think next uh next Tuesday or this coming Tuesday, I'm sorry, is the um is the wrestling classic. Yes, um, which uh, I'll talk about that uh, a little more towards the end of the show. Absolutely. So um, by the way, the sh- the show that we're talking about that's the that's the new kind of special we just introduced with episode one of. Uh, wrestling 101 but that is a part of the pnc progression wrestling podcast so we don't want you to get confused yep but on to episode 282 and the regular edition of the show oh my god some of this weekly television just needs to stop (laughs) oh my god what the dynamite was painful to sit through Every week I go in and I figure, okay, maybe I'll find something good, and then I get stuck with crap. They have to report the crap, and then there's more. There's there's a side note, so there's a side dish of crap on top of the crap <laughs> report. <laughs> well, it's just, it's it's interesting, but luckily we don't have to get to, to dynamite till a little bit later on in the uh, in the show. But um, El- Elio is referring to a particular segment that I kind of forewarned him about. So, um, but before we get into the pain that was dynamite. Uh, let me start off with Monday Night Raw, and I will take that off your hands. Um, so, uh, first off, we'll start off with high points as usual. Um, 
lot of good stuff uh, in ring life um, for for this show. Um, my first high point was uh, Ricochet versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Um, I particularly enjoyed the um, the stuff in in the crowd. Um, usually, I get a little bit um, nervous when they send wrestlers into the crowd because I I think that's just an invitation for um, you know disaster to a certain degree. Yep. Um, and honestly, I don't know if you caught this, man, but there was almost disaster because when Ricochet hit the shooting star press off the off the like second tier, yeah, um, which in and of itself was insane. You know, what, let's not lose sight of how in, incredibly talented Ricochet is. Uh-huh. But he came within inches of hitting his face on the railing on the way down. And that, that was like I, I thought I was watching an episode of ECW, an old episode of ECW. When I saw that move, I'm like, "What?" You know, it's it's just um, you know, so so it's entertaining, but at the same time, it's like, please don't die. <laughs> you know? um, and um, so I'm glad that that it would appear nobody got hurt. Rent rent. Ricochet versus Shinsuke Nakamura in the uh, Falls Count Anywhere match. That was awesome. Um, the the next high point was um, Johnny Gargano versus um, Ludwig Kaiser. I thought that was really good, especially for the time that it got. Okay. Um, the high points of all high points for this show, though, was Bronson Reed versus Gunther for the Intercontinental title. Okay. I, I don't know how you're feeling, but um honestly I think I think Gunther is having a much better run with his title than Roman Reigns is with his. Yep. Yes he uh, is. by a long shot. I have a question. Is Bronson Reed a face or a heel? I'm um I think Based off the video package that they aired for him uh, before the match, because throughout the evening they aired one for um, one for Gunther. His name is Walter, by the way. Um, just so you know. But um, they aired one for Gunther and one for um, Bronson Reed. And based off Bronson Reed's video package, I would say he was a heel. That's that's what he came off as to me. Oh, okay. All right. Um, but um, even though that was the, the highest of all high points, um, I also would give a high point to um, the main event where uh, the Judgment Day took back the titles from Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso. He, so I'm going to sound like I'm contradicting myself for a minute, but hear me out, right? So, so the actual match itself was was high point worthy, right? Very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not sure why uh, Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso dropped the titles. At, at the same time, though, and I, I want to definitely get your take on this, so I'll shut up for a minute after this. Okay. 
I'm not sure why the Judgment Day lost them in the first place. And, and, yeah, um, I that does confuse me because why would you take it off of Judgment Day, <clears throat> put them on Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso, only to give it back to the Judgment Day? It makes like, no sense. I, like, I thought that they were going to use Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso winning the titles as an avenue to get Jay. Um, and Cody back in line with uh, Roman and um, and company to like quote unquote finish the story, but now based off the direction that it seems like they're going, they're not going in that direction. So it's like, but then again, not to confuse you, but we all know that the end goal is Cody and Roman for WrestleMania forty. Mm-hmm. So so it's like, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> WrestleMania um, 40. We're sitting here saying WrestleMania 40. What? Yes, and and that's very trippy because considering we just covered WrestleMania 1. <laughs> but um but yeah, man, I mean I mean it's just kind of weird to me. But um speaking of weird, let's get into low points. Okay. And I almost begrudge having to get into this segment here folks because you know for as good as the high points are my god the distance between good and bad on this show is just fucking crazy um piper niven versus natalia (laughs) terrible terrible stop it don't do that Um, no. Bad, bad, bad. (laughs) Do yourself a favor. If you're one of those people that catches Raw at a replay later on, if by any chance you haven't seen it... I'm one of those people. uh, Fast forward through this thing. (laughs) Just a thought. Um, Holy shit. Um, And... This is this is the part where I I really begrudge, um, where I really have a problem. Rhea yeah. Ripley versus Shayna Baszler, um, because to me, folks, I this, wanted to give this a high point. I just I, I I really did too, guy. But you know, this if you do this match right, it could be a main event anywhere. Okay. But they fucked it up with the Nia Jax stuff. And I'm like, I'm trying not to say fuck as much because after we got off the, the podcast, um, you know, the with the last episode we did with Wrestling History, my mom goes, I forgot how much you say fuck. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying not to say that as much, but it's just, you know, with the low points, it gets a little difficult. <laughs> Um, but yeah, those were my high points and low points. What did you have? All right, so for a high point, oh, my notes shut down. Hold on, let me bring it back up. Okay, so for a high point, I had Rick Shayshinsky Nakamura, and I had the main event Judgment Day and Cody Rose Street Uso, and I also had Gunther, and in brackets, I put his name is Walter <laughs> and Bronson Reed. 
I, I really appreciate that extra bit of editing. Thank you. At no points I had Piper Niven, Natalia, and yeah, Rhea Revolution and Basil, because I wanted to give it a high point and she couldn't do it with all the Nia Jax nonsense. You know, um, in, in all fairness, um, I, I typically, I typically have a problem with, uh, you know, how Nia Jax is presented. So whenever we talk about her on this show, it seems like I'm being uh, very negative because, well, let's face it, I kind of am. But, um, but, but the, the thing here is I understand what they're trying to do with her, right? Right. Because realistically, nobody else on the women's roster has been built up enough to give um, to give Rhea a realistic challenge. Mm -hmm. So that's what they bought uh, Naya back for. And in theory, that sounds like a good idea, but I don't. I don't know if execution-wise, it's going to come off right. And let's let's be honest. Does does and and this is I swear to God, this is not intended as Nia Jax bashing, it, and it never is. Um. But is anybody interested in seeing a Nia Jax world title run? No, no, no. I don't want. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to see a Nia Jax title run. Well, your your sentiment echoes mine. So it's you know. So, but I gotta I gotta give credit where it's due because at least I I understand why they're trying to do what they're doing. So, mm -hmm. um. But I think that's all we have for Monday Night Raw. Um, right. Should we move on to uh, NXT? We will now move on to NXT. And high points, I have, I have the, the bada bing bada boom battle royal. I I wasn't there. I was sitting with Tony D'Angelo and uh, Stacks. I was having my plate of pasta with them while this match was going on. I that was hilarious. I, I was like, "Yo, dude, see, when if I join you, <laughs> oh my god, I I would have fallen off my chair." Either <laughs> <laughs> one is uh, live about Kevin Tegan Knox. Absolutely. And the Carmelo Hayes, Baron Corbin, Dijak, triple threat. Absolutely. Now, for low points, they have the women's, the two women's breakout uh, matches. Ariana Grace, Brindley Reese, and Carmen Petrovich, and Jada Parker. And, uh, and, uh, but I also had to give a low point to Shawsey and Caleb James. Yeah, you know, and, and they're trying to put... Shati on because she's hosting the Halloween Havoc special that's going over a two week period starting on Tuesday, right? And you well, know, you know why she's hosting with uh, Scarlet, right? No, I didn't hear that uh, that story. No, well, this is just my thoughts because they're they're both part of the same uh, band. They have like a band together. There's 
there her Scarlet and there was someone else. I can't think of the name offhand, but they have their own oh, group. I didn't know that. Yeah. You you learn something new every day, folks. You just heard it here. I had absolutely no idea. In fact, you know what? Let me just see if I can find the name of the group. Yeah, because if they have any um any music on YouTube or something, I'll gladly go check that out. Um, but while uh, while Elio is um, perusing for that tasty tidbit, um. <laughs> I will um I will give my thoughts on NXT. So realistically I had the same high points and low points. Um but I would like to add a few uh side side notes if I could. Um this women's breakout tournament is not coming off right. Um it's just I how do, how do I put this without coming off like sour grapes? The women that are in there clearly look like they're new at wrestling, right? And you know, I you know, you know what I think that is. I think uh, some uh, some of the names like Brinley Reese and. Uh, are from the NIL uh, series. Well, and, and that would that would make sense. And I'm not begrudging them for trying to get them on the air, but when 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 you have this level of a tournament, mm-hmm. and it's just um, and the way it's been presented in in the past, and it's being reduced to what it is this year, not not good. It's just not, um, it, it doesn't do the ladies any favors. See, uh, like, you know, as much as we comment on good and bad wrestling, it's the job of the promoter to put their performers in the best possible positions to look good. And it, it almost feels like, it almost feels like, you know, they're being put on TV for the sake of being put on TV when they're not ready for that position yet. Right. You know, I've said that for AEW, and I gotta say that here. You know, I I understand I understand that the the concept of the tournament is new talent, but God, the the level of these matches is just scary. So Ben, I have a, I have a, the, I don't have the name of the group, uh, but um, it's Chassis Blackheart, Scarlet, and they've joined up with singer Harley Cameron to form a new music group. They've released their premiere single called Indestructible, which you can, which is available on Spotify. Oh holy shit! I hold hold on, I gotta I gotta look that up. Hang on, I'm not I'm not gonna play it, but I'm just I'm just gonna see if I can I can find it. But um, good lord, this turn this uh podcast turns up all sorts of you know 
tasty little nuggets for me. <laughs> that makes it very good. Um, but um, yeah, that's really all I have for um, NXT. I did like that uh, Brian Pillman Jr. vignette. I, yes, I I, I I don't know how I feel about the name. Well, Lexus King. I I know the meaning behind the name. I just I don't know though. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting. You know, like and you know how I have an issue with the name changes, right? Yeah. But at least here, they're acknowledging the fact that he he is who he who he is, you know, related to who he's related to. Mm-hmm. But yet they they explain, um, you know, why he has chosen not to use the Brian Pillman name. Okay. You know, they did, they had the, the vignette for that, um, um, the other week. And, um, I appreciated that because usually, you know, everybody knows whose son they are, but they just go with a name that makes no sense, like Michael McGillicuddy, and I want to blow my brains out. (laughs) Right, I was sort of like, why are you calling him Michael McGillicuddy? His name is Joe Hennig. Like, what are you doing? It's just truly, truly atrocious. Like, you want to give him, like, you want to give him his own legacy by naming him Michael McGillicuddy, but then you bring him up to the main roster and you rename him Curtis Axel after his dad and his grandfather. Which let's be let's be clear, Curtis Axel is much better. No, that is much better, but it's just like it's weird. Like they wanna give him his own like um persona, but then they name him after his dad and his grandfather. So why not just do that in the beginning? Exactly. Exactly. Um you know, so you know Overall, NXT is just not my cup of tea. But here's another concern coming up for Halloween Havoc. Okay. Okay, you and I have touched on this a little bit. Night one is five women's matches. Oh, my. Night one is good. Actually, you know what? Let me see if... Let me see if they've announced any matches. Um... For um, night one of Halloween Havoc, I'm just because I know they've announced Lyra Valkyria, um, and um, no, a lot, a lot, no, they they announced it on uh, NXT. They uh, showed on NXT. It's gonna be a bunch of the uh, matches for the women's breakout tournament. Okay, so so oh my god, yeah. The fuck, <laughs> the fuck is this shit? That, that, that's what we made up of. There's eight matches. Do you so, have that uh, card pulled up? Y- yeah. Okay. Oh my fucking god. Oh no. What do we have? <laughs> so, number one is uh, the debut of Lexus King. Okay, that's good. That, I'm looking that's forward fine. to that. Yep. Then we have, you know, the family, 
versus Chase University. You forget about um, it. Chase ain't gonna win it. Forget about it. Okay, that's well, enough for that. That's enough for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you. Um, then we have. This is where I get concerned. Okay, we have Blair Davenport versus Gigi Dolan. Yep. Kalani Jordan versus Ariana Grace. Okay, so that's uh, one of the women breakout tournament. Which I can just see that being like a clusterfuck. They're not, and I'm, I'm not saying that as a shot at either one of those women, but they're, they're brand fucking new. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, whatever. Um, Roxana Perez versus Kiana James. Which, okay. how do you, but, Let's do a sidebar real quick. Elio, come with me over to. I'm calling you to my bench. Um, All right. Um, what what do you think of uh, Kiana James? I'm not a fan. I've never been a fan. Yeah, so far I'm not not particularly impressed, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. So so, and next up we have Carmen Petrovic versus Lola Vice. By the way, um, I'm just, you know what? While we're talking about low advice, I'm, I'm going to send you something uh, real quick, okay? Uh, oh, it's a messenger? Okay. Yeah. But, and then and then we have Mr. Stone versus Braun Breaker. Oh, uh, my God. We're <laughs> finally going to get to see Robbie E in our WWE ring, uh, aside from man- a managerial role. And then we, of course, as I mentioned, I am looking forward to Becky Lynch versus Lyra Valkyria. Yeah. Lyra Valkyria is the next one up for the women. I swear to, you know. Do we, do she, we, see, do we see a heel turn next week? Because Becky Lynch is like, it's like, I want you to despise me when, you, when you're standing across the ring from me. And then at, at the end of uh, NXT, she tore the uh, picture. Yeah, so it's um, yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It, it wouldn't surprise me certainly, mm-hmm. um, and I I wouldn't say no to it. I'd be very intrigued by a um, by a Lyra Valkyrie heel turn to tell you the truth. Yep. Um. So yeah, let me see if I can find this for you uh here we go but um so that takes care of our preview for um for halloween havoc week one i just had to i had to take you through the uh uh through the card because i was a little i was a little bit dumbstruck no it's good that you did i saw i saw that uh, but i i didn't know if there was i don't know if there was a week uh, two already set up as well like matches for the following week uh well um oh actually you know what let me go back to wikipedia i did see two um scheduled for next week so let me go back you mean uh two weeks um yeah yeah for the for the next show after this so um let me um let me go back let me see 
It is uh, Kalani Jordan or Ariana Grace versus Carmen Petrovic or Lola Vice the next the NXT breakout finals. And then we have Dragonoff versus Carmelo Hayes in a rematch for the NXT title. Sorry, we we have uh tell me the women again. Um, Kalani Jordan or Ariana Grace uh-huh. versus Carmen Petrovic or Lola Vice, depending on who wins their respective matches in week one. I'm going to say it's going to be Ariana Grace and Lola Vice in the finals. Well, that and, and certainly that wouldn't surprise me at all. all right. that, uh, that would actually be my prediction as well. Right? Yeah. So is that all we have for NXT? Yes, sir. I think we can get AEW in. Uh, We have eight, eight, seven minutes. I'll I'll give you my little high points real quick. Penta and Jay White and Kyle Fletcher and Kenny Omega. Everything else was a low point because this show was garbage, including the Lewis Skolnick and the Trilamps and their bullshit vignette with a peanut butter and a giraffe and whatever. <laughs> and the and the headstrong playing in the back. Yeah. I just you know, I have a I have a soft spot for that song. I don't, I, don't I, do that. To I, 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 I love headstrong. Trap that's a that's one of Trap's best songs. Don't do that. Please. Make it stop. And my and my other side note, which was a low, which was a, another a low point, that Don Callis's bullshit promo in the ring. I I can't stand. I I literally, it's not just because of you you, but honestly, buddy, I cannot begin to describe it to you my. My hatred of, of Don Callis as a so, character. So, so you see, when he's in the ring, he was trying to make it about Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah, when they came out, it was all about him. They had that last uh, supper picture with uh, him, with his uh, face uh, imposed over. So I'm like, oh, okay, his guy. Oh my god! Uh, did just... you see that part? Uh yeah, it's just bad. It it truly <laughs> like that, that is terrible. Um, I I don't see where to send this video to you, but when you give a chance, go go to uh go to Valerie Loretta's aka Lola Vice's Twitter page and just scroll down to the first to the first video that that that's not the pinned post at the top. Hold on, is it X or is it? It's not since not Twitter anymore, right? But it's X or something. Uh, yeah, I guess. Oh, Bro, whatever okay. it is. Now, Ben, what I want you to do during the commercial: open your Spotify and look up Harley Cameron. That is the name of the woman that that is in the group with uh, Shasi and Scarlett. Harley Cameron. Harley Cameron. Because uh, uh, they they released um, first of all she did the uh, the theme for Billy Kane um Pain Royce's theme 
uh, entrance in uh, Impact. Not so iconics. <laughs> no, they're the inspiration. <laughs> what? Good job. <laughs> and then, but they also released another one. Um, WWE. I put a spell on you. Okay, I I so, will. So I'm, uh... guess, I'm guessing that's uh, specific for Halloween Havoc. I guess. So yeah, just check it out under Holy Cameron. Okay. Cool. And we will be back sh- shortly. Well, for you fans, it will be four minute four minutes. For us, it will be a little longer. So if we're not back in ten minutes, just wait longer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay, we are back, and Ben, what do you have for AEW after I went off of my little rant? Well, I have another rant on, well, one, the same segment, but the other one, completely different one. So the the high points are the same. (laughs) So I'm with you there. But here's where we get... Here's where I get upset. And if sometimes folks is like, you know, I hear it's just wrestling, why get upset? Because my intelligence is being insulted and, and you know and when someone comes in the room and I have to explain why I'm watching something with a fucking draft. <laughs> I, I have the same reason I get mad when people say they don't know who a certain wrestler is. Go do your fucking research. Exactly. And by the way, that rant on wrestling POV last night, a thing of beauty. Um, but um, but so, low points. What in the hell was was that segment with Christian Cage, Nick Wayne, and Nick Mom? Oh, my God. <laughs> that hurt me. When then she slaps an egg, and she's like, I'm so sorry. What? <laughs> it's just terrible. It's just, and, and poor JR. <laughs> poor JR just looked like he wanted to go home. And you see, and you see now if people were to see that segment, they'd be losing their minds. Oh my God, that's abuse. You know what's abuse? Having <laughs> us the viewers watch that shit. Right? <laughs> and, and the other the, the other low point. No crust on the peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> PB I mean, is uh, you know what you know what that reminds me of? When uh Sog wanted peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> oh, you want PB and J with the crust cut off? Does your mom marry Mr. Rogers? <laughs> well, it's clearly because holy shit, I haven't <laughs> talked about I haven't talked about PB and J since elementary school. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I mean, it, it is a delicious sandwich, but Jesus Christ! <laughs> and he's got the stupid Revenge of the Nerds glasses. Like, yes, like, and the hospital gown that he's wearing in his house. I don't know if you, you know guys have I'm going to go to the hospital just to get a gown and bring it home with me. Then I'm going to sleep in my hospital gown. That's it. <laughs> That's a new style. That's it. Holy <laughs> <laughs> um, What do we call that? Sick chic? <laughs> 
That's just ridiculous. Who does that? Stop. You know, I've been in the hospital quite a bit. I've never been allowed to go home in a hospital gown. Okay. I never wore one. I used to just wear my regular clothes in the, in the hospital. Well, I was never allowed. So. No, I'm, I'm like, no, I'm wearing my regular clothes. You can uh, put the, the pajamas or the hospital gown on someone else. <laughs> We have standards in this bitch. <laughs> Absolutely. But, um, you know, I could go off on a tangent about AEW Dynamite. And honestly, folks, it would be justified. Um, I, I don't know what's going on with AEW, but the quality of what they do on weekly TV, um, it's just, it's horrible. Um you know, now their pay-per-views are a different story. You know, I would like to see less on their pay-per-views in terms of match number. Um, but, you know, Tony Khan and AEW management does a really good job on um, on pay-per-views. Ben, and, sorry, um, sorry not to cut you off, but did you know that there's a battle of the bounce tonight? No. <laughs> Neither did I until it was announced, or until I looked, I uh, saw it uh, on my iPad. I'm like, wait, there's a battle of the belts, really? And guess who's defending their championship? Who? Orange Cassidy. That is that is the shocker of the century, folks. Right? And guess guess what? I bet you I can guess what 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 when he's going on. He'll go on first. Of course he will. The man produces a show like that's ridiculous. <laughs> that churlish behavior. <laughs> it's egregious, preposterous, ridiculous. Hey, well, there are many things about AEW that are ridiculous. <laughs> Their weekly television is at the top of the goddamn list. Um. And, and by the by the way, okay, and this is no disrespect to Sting, but that that announcement was just you can't you can't give the man's face on a pay per view to do that, right? Or, or you know, because did, did you see the picture going around on Twitter with the with, with just how small the crowd was when he made that announcement? You know, every time, uh, every week, I always see someone posting, like, the, the the crowd, and they always post empty seats, and then someone's like, you know, that could have been taken before the fans uh, piled in, uh, filed into the arena. Or it could yeah, have been me- towards but, the end of the show. But meanwhile, Sting's standing in the ring in the middle of it. Oh, okay. Well, that one I didn't see, but usually I see like people always always posting like uh, screen uh, pictures of like empty seats in in the arena. So it's um, I I don't know. AEW just you know their first two years I was so impressed, but now it's like, fuck. You know why? You know why? Cause why is that? Instead of focusing on his company, Tony Khan who is supposedly the owner of the company, is busy 
uh, on uh, X or Twitter or whatever, uh, complaining about the other the competition. Yes, and I'm pretty sure WB is not losing any sleep over Tony Khan. Um, I can almost guarantee you. And you know, as as much as I've gone off on Vince and stuff, you know, he, he I I truly believe he might be out of there now. Uh, especially with Ari Emanuel making that call. Oh, remind me, I, I, I'm gonna send you a picture. Out. I feel I'm gonna send it to you right now. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm going to send you a picture of Vince McMahon because I found this the other day. I'm like, what is that? But, but for, I mean, for Tony Khan to call them, you know, bald assholes. Oh, by know. the way, uh, sorry, you know where he got that screenshot, right? No. Because I know where he got it. He got it from the, an episode of um, Kirby Enthusiasm, I believe it was season one or two. It was a, a Halloween episode and um uh, Larry David uh, didn't believe in uh, teenagers uh, going around uh, house to house for trick or treat. And so he he refused to give these uh, two girls candy because like he thought they were too old for Halloween. So they uh, yeah. toilet, toilet paper at his house and they will ball the asshole on his front door. Oh, oh, well, that's funny, but the way, the way Tony Khan used it was not. You know, if if WWE did that, we would be shitting all over them. So that's why I'm doing the same thing to to yeah, Tony Khan because. Oh yeah, I sent it. It worked. Okay, let me let, let me. I almost don't want to look, but let me look. What is that? <laughs> oh my god! Did you see it? He looks atrocious. <laughs> what is that? Botox, anybody? Good God. <laughs> Those eyebrows look like uh, he went to Kasharbi and painted and uh, drew them on. I know. God, he looks horrible. And that, and that mustache looks like someone went to Kasharbi and uh, drew that mustache on. What, what is that? What, what, did you, what did you call him? Porn fashion? Man, that's yeah. like fucking... Oh, my God. He looks like a bad, you know... You know, soap opera villain or some shit. Alright. <laughs> he looks like he should be on the street for the young and the restless. Or the not so young and the restless. Right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but good lord. So that that uh before we got off on that uh, you know, side road, uh I that wraps us up with AEW Dynamite. You know, they, but the sad thing is, folks, for the one or two matches that are really good, I mean, it is really good, but it gets lost in the sea of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but, but okay, that's it. I can't say anymore because I'll just go off and the show will be 45 minutes longer. Uh, <laughs> okay, so uh, now we're going to move on to SmackDown. Okay. And uh, SmackDown was uh, a bit odd this week. Yeah, I think it was it was quite poor. Um, you know, I there was a poll on Twitter and I voted on it, and and oh. you know, it was like, did you enjoy SmackDown? And I was like, no. And apparently, eighty percent of those who voted enjoyed it very much. And I'm like, 
Wow. I'm like, excuse what, me? What were they watching? It must have been an older episode because uh, I didn't enjoy it. I found it kind of rather boring, actually. Well, and I and I did too. And, you know, and we... We typically think along the same lines, but I mean, the good Lord, I think we could both agree that this is just terrible. Like, even, even that pretty deadly vignette or that oh. segment, but uh, I mean, okay, you know what? They're kind of, they can be funny, but like, uh, just uh, still, I just I don't know. You know, I, and you know, my complaint with Pretty Deadly is pretty much the same as it is with um, The Acclaimed, right? So I acknowledge they are extremely talented, especially if you saw their run in NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, but this this gimmick overshadows their talent, and and I understand why some people would find it funny, you know? Um, but, you know, I'm not one of them. So it's just, it's just like, huh? No, not their gimmick, like in the ring, like, uh, but like, uh, like outside, like um, some of the things they say, like, yeah, backstage. It's like, I guess it's like I've listened to British comedy before, like growing up on Monty Python and all that. Well, don't 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 commit the blasphemy of comparing this to Monty Python. No, I'm not. I'm saying growing <laughs> up on like British uh, comedy, like uh, I kind of get it. So that's why it's like, all right, some some weeks it's okay, some weeks it's like okay, stop. Yeah, and and I think this week was one of those okay. Yeah, stop. that was that was terrible, especially when uh, the brawling brutes like uh, stuck up behind them, just like beating them down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what what else what else you got for? Uh, so let's see. Um, for high points, um, basically I only have um, what. I only have that Charlotte Evil Sky match because the rest of it was just yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. even, even the John Cena segment against John Cena and talking about retirement. What? You know, it, yeah, it's just getting to to the point where, you know, I have all the respect in the world for John, but it's either like shit or get off the pie. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he's like talking about how he has uh, like a a streak of his own two thousand and two days. Okay. You know, it's just I don't care, and I want to care about John Cena, but I don't. Yep. Not not in this particular run. So um, that, that is all I have. Like. Uh, so, so the only other high point that I have to add mm-hmm. is the segment between Paul Heyman and LA Knight. Uh, yeah, that was uh, I put that one as a side note because I really enjoyed uh, that segment. Yeah. But I would I would qualify as as a high point, and then um, I agree with the with the EO Sky and Charlotte Flair, um, and then low points, just everything else. But especially especially Cameron Grimes and Dragon Lee versus Austin Theory and Grayson Waller, that was horrible considering the talent involved. Yep, that was bad. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know what happened there, but oh my god. Well, and then, um, in all fairness, that wraps up a rather brief uh, review of SmackDown in comparison to the other shows. But, um, you, but I'm going to explain to you why it was brief, folks. There were only three matches on this show. Oh, you know what? I, I that's what I was going to ask last night. It was just me or like how many other matches were were actually on the on SmackDown this week? Um. Well, three. There was wow. Montez wow. Ford over Santos Escobar. Because it was mostly segments I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. So, so and, you know, and this is another reason why I get pissed off. Because I'm going to take you through the finishes okay. of each match. Okay. So, Montez Ford over Santos Escobar ended with a roll-up. I hate roll-ups. Just do. Austin Theory was in and company was a regular finish, and Eos guy over Charlotte ended with a belt shot to Charlotte's face. Um, I you know bullshit finishes are fine every once in a while, but the majority of the evening, are you kidding me? Um, I didn't I didn't like that. And then the, okay, all right. So, he, he, so the reviewer that I that I um I'm using to to look at the match lineup for the show, which is all I'm using this for, um, says this was a good show. However, however, when he when he writes his thoughts on it, he he agrees with us. He he says this was a very talking heavy show. Thank God. Uh, I'm talking about thank god he actually agrees with us yeah. and thankfully the talking was mostly good it was especially uh, you know Paul Heyman and LA Knight I wish, uh, he, I wish he weren't talking about a certain uh, pay-per-view coming out yeah and, and, and honestly folks um, you know that's what takes me out of it like I when it's time for Crown Jewel I can tune out of the show for like if it wasn't for the pop for the two podcasts that Elio and I do together, um, I, you know, once the crown drawer rolls around, I'm like, fuck it, I'll take two weeks off. Yep. I. That I mean, you know, I I did a special with uh, my buddy Ash uh, back in. Um, Oh, I forget when it was. It was, I think it was last year sometime. It was last year. Um, but, you know, we, we talked about, you know, the business end of Crown Jewel. And, um, you know, we, uh, you know, that's a very interesting listen if you haven't. Um, you know, I, I had a thought. Um, Crown Jewel is on a Saturday. Now. Yeah. We can skip uh, the week in wrestling if you want, and we can uh, do an episode of uh, Wrestling History 101 if you want to do that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm down for that, for sure. Um, but, I mean, you know, but, but getting back to this gentleman's review, he, he says, um, so he gave it a 7 out of 10, but he says... Three matches in two hours. Um, 
I'd like a little bit more. I agree. Um, Similar pretenders to be here. Right, but oh, he says, overall, this just wasn't a great show as it had such a long stretch between matches. Um, so he agrees with us, but yet he gave it a higher rating. So I'm not really sure what's going on there. Um, but I like your I like your um, your written synopsis here. But um, yeah, it was just a very strange uh, strange show. But at least we didn't have P B and J in drafts. Ben actually yesterday was actually Sting's birthday. Oh, I didn't know that, but he's actually sixty five now, right? Yeah. And it was also Scott Hall's birthday. Rest in peace, Scott Hall. Yeah. We uh we we love Scott Hall on this show. Okay, Bleacher. I, I because you you were, you were given that grade, so I just had to look this up because sometimes like I just use them to like see like their get their thoughts or whatever. But I trust wrestling data a lot more. But hey, um, Elio, not to cut you off, but can you turn your TV down? I I can oh. hear it in in the back. Yeah, I forgot, I had I forgot to put it back on mute. Um, so. I trust wrestling data more, but I use like uh, bleachers just to, like see what their their thoughts on matches are. Yeah, they gave this show a B plus. Oh no, no, absolutely not. I mean, look, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through this. So the opening segment they gave him A. Santos and Montez for they gave a C plus. The John Cena promo got a B. Rey Mysterio Logan Paul segment got a B. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's egregious. Cameron Grimes and Dragon Lee versus Chris Waller Austin Theory got a B. Man, they must be on the WWE ass kissing list. I, 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 I gotta say, okay, the one uh, thing that you with the commentator said last night. Uh, regarding? Uh, they were like, uh, Cameron Grimes and Dragon Lee, these two uh, are working well together, and they've never teamed up. Well, duh, Dragon Lee's never been in the bay. He just got there. Yeah, some, sometimes commentaries are the ki- the kings of stating the obvious. <laughs> so, I mean, that's all I got for uh, SmackDown here on my end. Yeah, that's all I got as well. All right, so Ben, we have to book the final block of uh, the tournament. Yeah, well, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Trust me, I can book a better show than than AEW can with my high school. So we say we get into block D, the final block before we move on to the next round. Yeah, let's do that. All right, so just to recap. Block A was won by Bret Hart. And Block B was won by Eddie Guerrero. Block C was won by Gorilla Monster. Gorilla Monster. I can't believe I'm saying that. (laughs) Okay, ready for the final? Well, at least we have legendary winners. Right? Oh, sorry. Um. Before we continue, I'll be right back in like a second. 
Okay. And while um, while Elio um, steps aside to uh, handle his okay. um, technical issues. No, oh, um, it's nothing about my pen. Oh, very good. Okay, well, we're back, and I didn't have to cover a lot of bears. So yay. All right, so here we go with the left bracket. First match. Rob Van Dam versus Adrian Adonis, the most random match in this block. I'll I'll give it to Rob Van Dam. Okay, sorry, Adrian. It's okay. I'm I'm voting for you to be in the Hall of Fame. Okay, next up we have Antonino Rocca, a WWF star from the seventies. Versus Jeff Hardy. Antonino Rocca. All right. Next we have Kane versus Eddie Graham. Kane. Okay. I have to ask you a question. Speaking of Kane, what's with this blue blue Kane that's like going around? Like I, I. Every once in a while, I keep uh, seeing new articles about Blue Cane. Yeah, I've seen it too. I don't. I'm not really sure what that's about. All right, next match we have the Sheik versus Gene Kniski, former NWA World Champion. I'll give it to um, Gene Kniski. Okay. All right, then we have another random match. Brutus Beefcake versus Pat O'Connor. The first... Pat O'Connor, absolutely. Okay. I'm sorry, Brutus, but move along, bitch. Now, this, this one is random. Yokozuna versus Stu Hart. <laughs> um... <laughs> I, I gotta go. I gotta go with Yoko, and, and that almost feels blasphemous considering that Stu Hart's the you know the yeah. patriarch of the Hart dynasty. But I gotta go with. Um, oh no! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We have to redo that one. And then you can uh, tell me. You can tell me if you're still gonna go with uh with um Yoko Zin, okay? Because this is this is the last match, so it's a triple threat. Okay. So it's Yokozuna versus Stu Hart versus Peter Maivia. Yeah, I'm still going with Yokozuna. Okay. All right. Now we move on to the right bracket. First match, Iron Sheik versus Diamond Dallas Page. Iron Sheik. Sorry. Okay, then we have Larry Zabisco versus Dick the Bruiser. Um, I'm going to go uh, with Larry Sabisco. Okay. All right. So next we have Killer Kowalski versus Angelo Poffo. Uh, Killer Kowalski. Ooh. Randy Savage and Lenny Poffo aren't going to be too happy with that. Well... Considering they're dead, I'm not sure what they can do to me. <laughs> no, this is <laughs> not intended, but... <laughs> okay. 
David Von Derek versus Kim Patera. Kim Patera. Okay. All right, Jesse Ventura versus Bruiser Brody. Oh my God, Bruiser Brody, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I just I just saw the story again about how he beat the shit out of the Undertaker in his first match. Oh, uh, uh, Texas Red, I believe it was, or was it the Mark Callis? Uh, um, I want to say it was Texas Red. Okay, because if it was in Memphis, that was Texas Red. He uh, Undertaker was wrestling under a mask. Yeah. All right, last match: Ivan Koloff versus Barry Windham. Um, I always thought Barry Windham was extremely underappreciated, so I'm going to give him the nod. All right. So, that, so now we'll move on to the next round. Rob Van Dam versus Antonino Rocca. Uh, Rob Van Dam. And in, in all transparency, I'm not familiar with Antonino Rocca. All right. So Rob Van Dam, okay. And then we have Kane versus Gene Snitsky. Gene, Gene, Gene Kanitsky. Um, I'm so, uh, can you say that again? I'm sorry. Kane versus Gene Kanitsky. Uh, Kane. Okay. We'll battle the former tag team partners. All right. Now, that leaves only two matches in the left bracket, so we're going to move over to the right brackets here. So we have Iron Sheik versus Larry Zabisco. Iron Sheik. All right. And Killer Kowalski versus Ken Patera. Killer Kowalski. Okay. Now we have four matches. So the winner of so in the left bracket, the winner of Rob Van Dam and Kane will face the winner of Pat O'Connor Yokozuna. On the right bracket, Iron Sheik Killer Kowalski, the winner will face Bruce Brody and Barry Windham. So first we have Rob Van Dam versus Kane. Kane. Okay. And Pat O'Connor versus Yokozuna. Sorry, Pat. Gotta go with Yoko. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Then we have uh, then the right bracket Iron Sheik versus Killer Kowalski. Um, Jesus. Um, I'm going to have to go with Iron Sheik. Okay. And we have Bruiser Brody versus Barry Windham. Um, Bruiser Brody. All right. So, your final four, Ben. And now you did this. These are the four, two, the two matches. So, we have Kane versus Yokozuna. Oh, God. I'm sorry, Kane. I got to give it to Yoko. Okay. And we have on the other side, we have 
the Iron Sheik versus Bruiser Brody. Bruiser Brody. Okay, I'm sorry, Iron Sheik. <laughs> Do you disagree with any of my picks? <laughs> no, no, uh, no, these are good picks. Okay, Ben, your finals. Yokozuna versus Bruiser Brody. Bruiser Brody. Okay. Ben, that's it. Bruiser Brody wins block D. Do we so, have any do we have any more blocks after this? No, we don't. We have to we're gonna move on to the semifinals. Cool. And we can do that right now if you want. Absolutely. We got about seven minutes. Alright. <laughs> So, Block A versus Block B. We have Brett the Hitman Hart versus Eddie Guerrero. Oh, uh, Jesus. Tear my heart out. <laughs> um, <laughs> Brett Hart. Okay. I'm sorry, Eddie. I'm, I'm looking up in the sky. I'm sorry. It'd be like Adam Cole. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, here we go. Gorilla Monsoon versus Bruiser Brody. Um, Bruiser Br- Bruiser Brody. Okay, there we go. And your final, your finals. It's Bret Hart versus Bruiser Brody. I gotta give it to Bret. All right, Bret Hart wins the tournament. So there it is. Bret Hart wins the 100 uh, Greatest Wrestlers Tournament. Very good. I I would say that's a good pick. I'm cool with that. All right. And um, now... Actually, that's a fantastic pick. Let's not undersell. Now, during the commercial, I put together a tournament, uh, a music tournament, because you've booked uh, bands, but you've never booked songs, like, different songs, like not just like songs from one specific group or band. So I have that in front of me right now. And this one ties into wrestling. And then I was thinking about this. Afterwards, I'm like, I took down the name of all the groups. I'm like, we should do a, a battle of bands tournament. For, yeah, we should. Hell yeah. List. Very good. So I, we can do that after we come back from break. Absolutely. All right, we're back in Ben because I do my um, music and the movie tournaments throughout the week and I'm trying to clear my phone like with all these lists. So I put one together during, during commercial. Very good. And here we go. Now, you're always booking groups and in tournaments, but we're going to do classic rock songs. However, there's a wrestling tie-in with this tournament. So, are you ready? I'll tell you where the tie-ins are, though. Okay. All right. In the left brackets, we have Master of Puppets versus I Love Rock and Roll. Master of Puppets. All right. Then we have Back in Black, which is ACDC versus Fell in Love with a Girl, which is Nick Cave in the Bad Seat. Uh, Back in Black. 
I can back again. Next one we have. We have Slayer, Angel of Death versus Ozzy Osbourne, Crazy Train. Ozzy Osbourne, Crazy Train. Okay. Right then, we have Black Sabbath, Iron Man, and Megadeth, Holy Wars. Um, Iron Man. All right, then we have Anthrax, Belly of the Beast versus Iron Maiden, The Trooper. <laughs> the Trooper. It's on my Spotify list. I put it on there after we had the last tournament involving Iron Man. Now, you know, you know, there was a, there was, did you know the wrestler, the trooper? No. This is the first time. So in AWA back around 89, 80, 87, 88, 89, around that time, there was a wrestler in AWA called the trooper. You would know him better as the Patriot uh, in the WWF. Oh, very cool. The, so he must have been the original Patriot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Oh, there was another one. Yeah, because um, it was um, the first one was Del Wilkes. The second one that that's I that's what I'm talking. That's what I'm talking about. Del Wilkes. That was the trooper. Yeah, and then there's a there's a second patriot who now owns the gimmick. He he works with my, um, you know, the promotion I'm associated with. Oh, he okay. took he took over the gimmick. His name's Tom Brandy. Oh, Salvatore Sincere, Tom Brandy. Yeah. All right. Next one is a wrestling tie-in because we have. The Pixies, Where's My Mind, which is Orange Cassidy's original theme before he changed it. This was his old theme. Okay. Versus the Immigrant Song, which is Bruce Brody's theme. The Immigrant Song, absolutely. All right. Then we have Talking Heads, Once in a Lifetime. Versus Alice Cooper, Welcome to My Nightmare. Alice Cooper. All right. Now we move on to the right brackets. Okay. Goddamn electric. <laughs> versus. Starman, David Bowie. Uh, Starman, David Bowie. Okay. Adam <laughs> Electric is a uh, Pantera. Okay, next. Motley Crue, Shut It the Devil, Led Zeppelin, Whole Lot of Love. Uh, Led Zeppelin. Uh, right. Then we have London Calling, The Clash, and Bruce Springsteen, Born to Run. Clash. Then we have Judas Priest, 
breaking the law and a and motorhead ace of spades motorhead and we have sweet child of mine guns and roses and give me shelter rolling stones um i'm gonna go with um Oh, oh, the the first one. Uh, Sweet Child of Mine, Guns N' Roses. Yeah, sorry. All right, another <laughs> wrestling, another wrestling tie-in. We have Lagrange, ZZ Top Lagrange versus Nick Cave. There she goes. ZZ Top. Sorry, White Stripes is the one I fell in love with the girl. It's okay. ZZ Top now Lagrange. You've heard that one, right? Yeah. That's the original. They did a they did a they modified that song for Barry Wyndham's entrance theme. That's awesome. I didn't know that. That's awesome. All right. And we have a triple threat. All day and all of the night, the Kinks versus Queen Bohemian Rhapsody. Versus the Ramones, Blitz Creek Bop. That's interesting. I'm going to go uh, Blitz Creek Bop. Ah, okay. All right. I throw curveballs at you, don't I? So, okay. So, this is a bit weird because. Uh, the numbers um, are on, so I have to like uh, modify this. So, next round Master of Puppets, Metallica Master of Puppets versus ACDC Back in Black. Oh my god, holy <laughs> fuck! <laughs> that is a heavyweight fight. Um, Master of Puppets, okay, and we have. Ozzy Osbourne, Crazy Train versus Black Sabbath, Iron Man. Um, well, both Ozzy Osbourne. Um, Iron Man. Alright, and of course, Iron Man was the Road Warriors theme song. Of course. Yep. Alright. And the triple threat, we have the Trooper versus the Immigrant song. The Trooper, I mean the Trooper versus Led Zeppelin, the Immigrant Song versus Alice Cooper, Welcome to My Nightmare. Uh, the Immigrant Song. Okay. So that's, that's the left bracket. Now, back to the right bracket, we have Starman, David Bowie versus Led Zeppelin, Whole Lot of Love. A uh, whole lot of love. Hey. Yeah. How are you? Hello. Hi. Sorry about that. All right. <laughs> London Calling versus Ace of Spades. Uh, Ace of Spades. Ready. 
And we have Sweet Child of Mine versus Lagrange. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ! Uh, two of my all-time favorite bands. Uh, um, Sweet Child of Mine. Oh, you turned on CC Top. Oh, he turned. No, actually, uh, ZZ Top was was my, my first concert. But you picked Sweet Child of Mine. That's why I said he'll turn. I know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, back to left brackets. We have a triple threat match. So we have Master of Puppets versus Iron Man versus the Immigrant Song. Master of Puppets. It's just such a classic. Okay. And on the right side, we have Hola Love versus Ace of Spades. Um, Jesus fucking Christ. I booked <laughs> myself into some tough corners here. <laughs> you, you, you did this to yourself. Um, a whole lot of love. Okay. And Sweet Child of Mine versus Blitzkrieg Bob. Sweet Child of Mine. All right. Oh, wait. Um, we, have, we have a... No, I know what we don't need to do a triple threat match. Uh, we, yeah, we're good. All right. Okay. So here we go. Sweet Child of Mine versus Whole Lot of Love. Uh, Sweet Child of Mine. All right. So here's your finals. The finals for this tournament, Ben, it will be Metallica, Master of Puppets, versus Guns N' Roses, Sweet Child of Mine. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> Master of Puppets. <laughs> All right, there we go. Master of Puppets wins this tournament. Very good. And of course, we'll save the Battle of Bands uh, for the next show. Yep. Because right now we're going to move on to wrestling roulette, and then we're going to get you out of here. Yep. So, let me pull up uh, the, the playlist. So, be back in a second. All right. It is now time for wrestling roulette, the final segment of the show. I played 21 tracks, 10 seconds. Ben has to guess which. Wrestle that theme belongs to, and of course we have the obstacles, meaning if a wrestler's theme appears more than once in the rotation, it is minus one point. Ben, are you ready for your first one? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. Shot in the dark, the lot of villains. No, it is not. That is Gorgeous George from WCW. Good lord. All right, number two. I have not a clue, my friend. That is Jimmy Hart. Eat your heart out, Rick Springfield. Oh, I, I know. 
number three. That's it, vicious. No, it is not. This is the first time we've had this one. That is Jordan Devlin. Jesus, I had no, I had no idea. JD McDonough, eat your heart out, bitch. <laughs> Here we go. One cell, this one. Triple H. No, it is not. It is Triple H slash China. No, I'm joking. Triple H. <laughs> All right. That's four, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Number five. Here we go. I have no idea. This is not starting off well. That is Pat McAfee. Uh, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't let Clay hear you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> here we go. Number six. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorites, The Brood. Yes, The Brood. I love this thing. All right. Sounds very familiar, but I'm just not sure. That is the Blue Brothers. Oh, okay. All right, track number eight. Yes. The Great Collie. The Great Collie. Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero. He's coming back to haunt you, Ben. I know. <laughs> Mankind. Mankind. All right, you're up to five. Number 11, here we go. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. The corporate ministry. Yes, the corporate ministry. Okay, here we go. Somebody, man. This right here is domination. <laughs> we, we got this as a guest last night on uh, 
wrestling POV, but this is actually Ezekiel Jackson. Wait, say it again. I said, I said, uh, Clay guessed it, guessed this guy last night on wrestling oh. POV when he, when a theme popped up that this one's oh, actually okay. Ezekiel Jackson. Oh, right. I, I remember that. Okay, here we go. They're, uh, 14. Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase. Now, why do they have Ted DiBiase, comma, the million dollar man? That's weird. They're, they're one person. They're not two separate people. I, no, I know. It's, um, it's just a description of them, I guess. All right, here we go. Is that the Miz? No, it is not. That is uh, Casey James and Idol Stevens. Oh, God. That's a blast from the past. Teacher's Test from 2006. Yeah. All right. Yeah, number 16. Gene Snitsky. Gene Snitsky. All right, 17. Um, pass. That is Liv Morgan. That one always trips me up. I'm used to the other one. Nathan Jones? No, that is Luther Reigns. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> All right, number 19. Triple H. And that, and that does not count as a penalty because... It's a different song. Wait a minute. What? Well, you usually, usually when we oh, get... Oh, it's the same song. Yeah, yeah. I understand yeah. what you're saying. All right. Two more. Are you ready? Yep. Wait, you up to 12? I think so. All right. Uh, track 20. Here we go. Reese. Maurice, you almost made me spill my drink that one time. <laughs> All right. Here we go, track 21. Are you ready? Yeah. 
I'm not sure. That is Bret Hart. You start the fire. Oh, shit. All right, that's training with 21 tracks. You got 13. Absolutely. I I had one hell of a comeback there. All right, let's see the bonus track. Let's see what would have been next. Are you ready? Yep. I get a chance at redemption from last night. Holy shit. I, I missed that one last night on Wrestling POV. I was so pissed off. It's, it's carrying across. That is so weird that you got that <laughs> last night. Now you got it again on this one. What? That's hilarious. <laughs> All right. So that is it for Wrestling Roulette. Ben Wiss, you're being shown to a close. Absolutely, man. All right, so that is it for episode 282 of the PC Progression Wrestling Podcast. We will be back on Tuesday with episode 2 of Wrestling History 101, and we will be taking a look back at the Wrestling Classic from November 7th, 1985. Very cool. So for my co-host, I'm Elio. He's Ben. Ben, say goodnight to the fans. See you later, guys. Thanks for listening.